rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,577. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from Point St. Lucie, Florida. Sounds like a beautiful place. Brian Boss One. I said Boss One for a very specific reason because he is the Boss One, and we're going to learn more about that in a minute. Brian Bassone is the producer of All Out Live, a live show that takes part uh, on his involvement, after his involvement, of the TV show Pink's All Out in Pastime. He's allowed himself to create the first interactive live drag racing television show, which is very cool. His show is going into their third season and it's currently airing on Mav TV, Revan TV, and Amazon, where you can catch that. Brian has spent 30 plus years in the automotive aftermarket business. He owns a successful, or owned, I should say, a successful detail customizing shop, speed, and performance shop called ELD Performance. Brian appeared on the TV show Pink's and worked on the show with Rich Christensen, and as a result, created Boss One Media. There's that Boss One from his last name, a marketing and media company producing live event streaming shows, including All Out Live. So we're going to learn a lot more about Brian and this show in a minute. So you need to stay buckled up, but first, a word from our sponsors that make this show possible. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Did you know Covercraft is much more than car covers? They offer protection for the inside of your vehicles, too. Sunscreens to keep your vehicles cool and protected from the sun's damaging UV rays. Dash pads that do the same so your dash stays looking new without all those ugly cracks and fading. The seat covers that are easily removed for washing are awesome, but it's their custom fit floor mats that I really love. Is your vehicle getting a little long in tooth? Well, there's no better way to give it a new car look than with a custom fit floor mat and trunk mat. I replace mine every few years with something a little different, contrasting, just to have some fun. It stops that urge to buy a new car, and more importantly, it protects the factory carpets, so when it's time to sell your vehicle, it looks brand new. They're easy to clean, they secure to the floor for safety, and they look oh so good. Don't forget your trunk, too. Custom-fit trunk liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect protection for the factory carpets from all those things that can stain and damage the floor of your vehicles. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options that'll make you smile. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120 at Covercraft.com, you get 10% off your Covercraft order. So go to Covercraft.com today and use the code YAH120 at checkout. Tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Covercraft, they've got you covered. Kevin Buckler is a winning racer and team owner of the Racers Group. He has over 100 professional wins, multiple wins at the 24-hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans. Kevin realized the racing world is about the people and founded Adobe Road Winery. He and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own with a racing twist. Just like in racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, superb taste, all blended together 
with a whole lot of fun. There are four carefully crafted blends with race-inspired names. Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. When you purchase all four, you get the entire lineup in a beautifully designed gift box. There's a printed description of the blends inside the box lid, and every bottle is parked in a protective die-cut placeholder. The bottles feature three-dimensional labels, and I promise you'll want to keep them after enjoying these delicious wines. The box is so cool, you'll want to keep it too. The Racing Series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiasts in your life, and I have a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, all caps, at checkout, you'll get $10 off any purchase of wine from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off on your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH today to get your deal. Cheers. Hey, Brian, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I am, sir. I've got my five-point harness on, and I'm ready to rock and roll today, buddy. All right. Well, before we jump into the questions, I always like to ask my guests this. You're going to give up a little secret today. What's one thing that most people don't know about you? Let's see. You know, that's a really good question because, I mean, I live pretty much my life in front of the camera. I've been in front of it a while, and I really don't have a lot of secrets. Um I like to eat, <laughs> but, but that's not even a secret actually, because if you look at me, that's pretty apparent from there. But honestly, I really, I really, you know, I'm a car enthusiast and that's pretty much what I do. Everything I live and breathe is cars. Honestly, it's pretty much what I've done for 30 plus years. So there's really nothing to hide. There's really nothing special. If it's car related or has to do with fast speed power, that's me. Other than that, that's it. You get, you get what you, this is what you see, a car guy. You know, when we're, for those of us who are out in front of media, you're in the media and out in front of people, especially on television, even more so. I, I did a TV show on Mad TV last year. We did 13 episodes of Cars Yeah Television. And, you know, when you go from behind a mic where they say I had a face for podcasting, right? You've heard that <laughs> line before. Uh, and getting in front of the camera. Yeah, there's not much to hide. You are who you are. And I would assume you've learned this, Brian. And people told me this when I started podcasting six years ago. Just be yourself. Don't try to be anybody else. Is that the approach you've taken? Well, that's the, you know, it's really, really great that you say that. One thing that has been really key to the success of the original Pinks, Pinks All Out, and was really, really pushed by Rich was that this will never be fake and never be forced and never be post-produced in the sense that anything you see and everything that I do or everything we put out there is 100% real. There's no, there's no lines. No one ever hands me a script. So yeah, I mean, in reality is you get what you see. We, I don't, this, it's exactly what you see here is what I, you know, I act the same way when I'm out on the stage um, and eating dinner with a buddy. It's, it is what it is. That's the, way, the best way to be. Because if you don't, then people start calling you on the fake card and you know, Oh, this is all scripted and this, that it has a, scripted TV and scripted. Everything has its own meaning in life and where it is. I like doing reality TV because honestly, if you ask me to read a script and do a commercial, I'm horrible. You ask me about something, you know, it's, it, I always say this, one of the things that it's easy to do when you, you know, is comes natural. When you know about the product or you know about what you're, you're doing and you're excited about it and you're enthusiastic about it, it's really easy to be natural. There's no faking involved. You know, right. I get excited when I talk about cars. My wife says, oh God, he's talking about cars. You know, boom, here we go again. It's just, 
reality should be the way it is anyway. I'm not, I'm not a scripted guy. Yeah, exactly. I know when I was uh, doing my television show, uh, I would say something and the guy would say cut and then he'd go, oh, that was great except for one thing. And can you do that again? And I'd say, what did I just say? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll just, it'll be different this time. Sorry. But that's why when you, I think you've probably learned this and I have, when you get in front of a TV camera and then you watch real actors, you really have an appreciation for what they're able to pull off. It's quite incredible. How do they remember those lines? Yeah. I mean, some of the, I mean, you, you watch some of the crazy shows like, um, what is that? Uh, you know, some of the, the technical stuff that with the nerd guys and they start whipping off all this stuff. I'm like, I couldn't do it. I'm not, I'm not an actor. I mean, that's just straight up, you know, I'm a reality guy that talks about cars and does fun things with cars and it sure is fun to do. And I, I could do it for the rest of my life, but you, I would never, I couldn't go to Hollywood. Yeah. They'd laugh at me. You know, <laughs> I don't have a memory for it. It's probably been bubbling my head so many times working on cars, you know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Well, let's uh, start this journey with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires, in your case, smoking, because you've been around a lot of smoking tires. So, Brian, take the wheel. I would say that this is a, this is a, a statement that I say very often because I've worked for myself my whole life. I've never worked for anybody. I worked one when I was in high school. And that was it. I've always been self-employed and I've gotten where I've gotten and I've done what I've done and had success by surrounding myself with really smart, talented people. And the difference between a good businessman and a really good or excellent, let's say boss, you know, leader is you learn from the people around you. You take that input and you absorb it, you learn from it and you make the product or yourself better every time. So now that I've gotten into my 50 year, I'm 50, you know, I'm 51. I have surrounded myself. I've been really lucky. If you would ever ask me back when I was working on cars, I had my shop for 20 plus years, that I'd ever be, be doing TV production, TV shows, and be able to post edit and work with directors and stuff like that, it would laugh. But the thing was, when I started doing pinks, I surrounded, was surrounded by some of the most talented. That show was full of just awesome people. And I learned a ton, and that's what it is. Learn from the people around you. Don't, if you put surround yourself with smart people, learn. That's it. Just learn, absorb, and then take it and move forward. Your life will be way better. You know, it's absolutely true. There's a great saying. We are the culmination of the five people we surround ourselves with the most. And it is a great quote. And you're right. And you can see that. You know, I think it's mom was always right. She always said, pick your friends wisely. And in the case of my mom, she always said, hang around people that are way smarter than you because mm -hmm. you'll learn from them. If you pick people that are dumber than you, you'll probably do dumb stuff and you won't learn a thing. And she said, yeah. she said, do that with your wife. So I picked a woman who's way smarter than me. I think that one was a trick because <laughs> she remembers everything, even all the stuff I do wrong. But uh, somehow it's worked. I've been married for 35 years. So when I was in Votech, in, in high school, I was in for auto body repair and finishing. And I had a New York teacher, I was in New York, Long Island. And this is probably, you cut this out if you want. He said one thing that stuck with me from day one, all the way through my twenties. Don't let your little head rule your big head and uh -oh. you'll succeed. <laughs> yeah. When you're 16, 17 years old, it, it really does have a lot of meaning. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't do dumb had, stuff. Sorry to say I never had kids. I didn't get married until I was 35, my first marriage. Oh, wow. I, I, was, I was just work, work, work. And I just, it's weird. I took that to heart and I was like, you know, 
I don't want to be the kid in high school that has a, you know, a baby and stuff. And I wanted to be successful. And I didn't, you know, don't let your little head rule your big head guys. That's just that simple. <laughs> well, I, I think we can get away with that one. You know, I have a, a great friend who uh, is my uh, police here and we all try to keep this show family friendly and his name's Chris. So uh, Chris, will you let that one slide? I hope so, buddy. I'm going to leave it in because <laughs> I think it's pretty funny, but he's probably laughing right now. But he'll always send me if something slips through in the morning. Hey, what about uh, four minutes and five seconds? I don't know about that. So I think we'll let that one slide. Well, let's talk more about this business uh, all out live. I would love for you to share more. What is this? What's it all about? What gets you fired up every day to get up and work on all out live? What really started all was the passion from the from the racers and the camaraderie and everything I experienced for many years being as as, as one being a contestant on the banks and then working behind the scenes and then actually being on the show itself, going to hundred plus events and spending time with the grassroots racer and the heart and soul that they put into their cars and into their sport and to everything that goes along with it. And a lot of them, the saying was really not so much the racing was all the connections and everything they did in the pits and all the friendships. A lot of the guys that are with us right now with the follow the show and still come along are some of them that like George is like on his 14th show. He's all over the country. George Ribostel is an awesome guy. He's actually on our new call out show and stuff as, as one of the character guys. Um, but he started off, they called 10 times George. He followed that pinks all out everywhere. And, you know, you go out in the pits and it was just awesome. So when I had the opportunity to move along with this, with the pinks all out and then into this all out deal, it really was more in the line of just when we went away, Fox turned Speed Channel into FS1. And that's where it went away. One morning on, I think it was an August 2nd or 3rd, 2011, I was up, I think it was two or three o'clock in the morning. And there goes speed and FS1 came on and my, this, my you know, your, your heart just drops and you get sad and like, well, an era's ended and where do we go from here? And when Fox owned pretty much all of the content and they said, we're only doing, you know, live broadcasting, they shelved all the original programming. Rich and I worked very hard to get it back to three years. And then we had the opportunity, but it was very hard fight with those guys. There's so much restrictions when it comes to big networks. They didn't really care. And we tried buying it and stuff. And I got to a point, I'm like, you know what though? We it's just gone too long and people at me thousands. I'm not talking about hundreds, thousands of emails, phone calls, messages. When's it coming back? When's it coming back? What can you do? I just took, I said, you know what? I'm gonna do this for these guys. And so I wake up every morning for these guys. I, I spend my time and energy, my personal money, my health to travel around the country to give us a, a, a spotlight and a stage to the grassroots racers that they so deserve and have been denied again. Street Outlaws is great, but that's something that's a couple of guys highlighted on a show. A guy in a corner couldn't afford that car and would never get on that stage. Right. I'm talking about the guy that's like three houses down that has a car that maybe races once a month. He'd come out, he can win thousands of dollars, be on TV and be a star for a day. And that's really the motivation for me to get up every morning and, and push even through all this COVID stuff and massive loss in income and no events going on and struggling along, you know, we, we, every day I wake up, I post stuff on Facebook. I keep everybody entertained. We're doing all out burnout live, which we're doing live stuff where people are doing burnouts. So people have entertainment, which it's just, we're doing this for the people. And, and I hope they understand and get out of this, that this is not a million million dollar profit here. This is really a passion driven show. And 
They need to get behind it, come out to the events, watch it on, you know, online and on the TV and tell their friends. And as long as they support us, I'll continue to travel and do this for them if they do it for me. Yeah. Because I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. The passion is there. Well, I can tell. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. You don't really? work this hard uh, if you don't enjoy what you're doing. And that's what Cars yeah is all about. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, people who get up every morning and love what they do. Some of them are super wealthy at it. Some of them are not. Some of them are just having fun and enjoying. And in your case, uh, like mine, we're sharing with people and we're inspiring people to get out there and have some fun and be safe at the same time. Of course, I think it's really fantastic what you're doing. And I commend you for getting up every day and just fighting the fight every day because it's, it's a lot of work. Well, I always like to ask my guests a bit about a challenge. Now, I would assume you've met up with a few challenges in your day. I want you to take us to one that really kind of set you back. But more importantly, what was that learning lesson from it so you could move forward? So tell us how that specific experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in a positive way, either in your life or your business or in your career. You know, I guess one of the biggest challenges, number one, is being, well, like I said before, I, when I went to when I was in high school, I went to a, a Votech, which is a, a school, and I worked during high school in an auto body shop. It was uh, Sunrise Toyota. The biggest challenge, number one, was making the decision to big leap of faith and go out on your own, having the kahunes and the drive to do it, and to get up every morning when when the weather was bad and go out there and to push along. And it's trying, you know. And, and I think one of the biggest things that that really is is when you own a business, one of the trying things or most hardest things in the world is the government and the way the, that it's structured these days when it comes to financial, um, buying a house. That was my biggest problem. You own a business, you have to prove everything. You work on a month-to-month basis. You don't get a, I don't get a salary. I've never gotten a salary. I've never got a 401k. I've never got paid vacation. And then, you know, I was 20-something years old. I worked really hard and then tried to get a house. And it's like in the world we live in, the hardest workers in the world, which are the people that are, you know, strong enough will to go out on their own and take the risk to work on their own. The biggest struggle is really is to get that credit. And then, you know, it's kind of weird to say, but just really, even during this COVID time, we, I can't apply for unemployment. I don't, it doesn't exist. You know, everybody else, Hey, you know, her, her son, my, my, my Robin, my wife's son is, is a bartender and he's getting more money now sitting at home than he's ever made there. Yeah. And if, uh, uh, if I applied for unemployment, I would get nothing. He's getting thousand dollars a week. You know, it's but it's that is the toughest thing in the world is to make that decision, and it's been the tryingest thing in the world to, you know, just to be successful enough to grant it in the world, the financial world we live in. From there, yeah. you know, you just don't get credit. I mean, it's kind of weird to say, and it's really kind of off key, but that other than that, I mean, I take a challenge on every day of the week. I mean, every day is a different challenge. Remember, I've got no. This is my job, and the one thing is, if I don't work. I don't get paid. It's, right. People are worried about this in the COVID stuff. It's funny. I've lived like that my whole life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if I don't get up in the morning or I don't have a job or I don't do something or I don't, whatever it is, it's been like that since I was 16 years old. So this is nothing for me. They're just all, you know, oh my God, oh God, the world's in it. So the flipped around, the guys that did that and don't have a job, don't get paid. So they get, they're going to get unemployment and I'm sitting here in the same position I was before. Difference is I don't have a venue to go to right now. We can't do any events until almost September. 
Yeah, I know. It's incredible. It's it's affected so many people in so many negative ways. And talked to a lot of people here in the last few months uh, where it's affected them, some in a little ways, some in big ways, but I understand completely. I, I think there's a misnomer in some ways when you work somewhere, and I understand what you mean about credit. You go to a bank and they say, well, how long have you worked where you've worked? Two years. Okay, well, we'll loan you money. Uh, you say, well, I've had my own business for 20 years. And they say, hmm, I don't know about that. The paperwork it took to buy this house was, you know, just because, you know, the extra steps and everything improved, get a job for five, 10 years, you could just, hey, here's my pay stubs, here's this and this, here's my financial backing. When you own your business, you, you know, you can make $1,000, you can make $20,000. And there's no, you know, they want to see three, four months back. <laughs> Sometimes we don't get paid for four months, like, right, you know, before we, between, before we start our, and, and when we, we finish in SEMA, we go walk the SEMA, we do the PRI, we do everything, we hustle for our, our sponsorship. It's, we don't do an event until, you know, we're supposed to do it until we started in March. You're talking four months right. of no pay. When if I went to go buy something, you say, oh, well, let's see your last four paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have any. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll call me back in March. I'll show them to you then. Well, you know, that's the thing. And there's so much of this country, people, that this whole country runs on small business. And definitely this whole pandemic thing has been a massive hit on so many people yeah. in so many ways. Uh, we'll we just have to keep working and hoping that we get past this as soon as we can so people can open up their jobs again and get back to work because that's what people really want to do is they like working. They need to get back to work. The sitting home is not good, but I don't need to tell any of you listeners that. And I literally four minutes before you called, just got a phone call from uh, kill care dragway um, because our event's supposed to be there uh, in two weeks. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. I just, I could, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even gas up the car or pack anything. I just knew it was coming, but I needed to hear the confirmation and he got the confirmation to open up with 150 cars or 200 cars with no spectators. Uh, and yeah. I live in a world where I can't have, I, I, there's no way to walk into, for us to walk into an event is about 50,000 bucks and you can't make that back and with other expenses in there. Right. So now I've got to announce, and this will be the official announcement. Hey guys, I'll do it before it probably airs, but we have to cancel or we're postponing until September the our next event. So, yeah. you know, here we go again. You know, and like you said, it, it's a ripple effect across the board. The lost year, I should say, is definitely what 2020 is going to end up being, which is is terrible. Well, let's take a break, get ourselves reconnected here. We're going to say thank you to a few more sponsors, and we'll be right back to talk about Brian's personal journey in the world of cars. So sit tight, buckle up. We're coming back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts, and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right, 
$10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's step away from the conversation and talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. Among these nonprofits is TechForce Foundation, a great organization dedicated to solving the technician shortage that threatens the transportation industry today. By providing career development resources and increasing awareness and enthusiasm for the tech profession, TechForce is bringing bright young students into the auto, diesel, aviation, marine, motorcycle, motorsports, and restoration worlds. To date, they've awarded more than $10 million in scholarships and grants to tech students. And in times like these, I don't have to tell you how essential those techs are. Keeping our delivery and emergency vehicles running and keeping America rolling. To learn more about TechForce or to make a donation to this cause, visit www.techforce.org. You'll be glad you did. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we're back here, Brian, and I want you to share a story that instigated this personal passion you have for drag racing, for cars, being around cars. What's a pivotal moment in your life that you knew you were definitely going to be a car guy? Wow. My mom used to say, and my grandmother, that I could sit in the backseat of the car driving through New York and name every single car going past at six years old. Wow. I would say when, when you're talking about I guess it started in the womb because <laughs> it, it's crazy and it's true. I mean, it, it's one of those things that it wasn't like there was really any other choice. Wow. I mean, it was one of those things. And my brother, my brother was a big effect on me too, because my brother ended up really becoming a, a big car guy too. And, and he was an inspiration because he, he's a very talented person. He can take anything apart, put it back together. I mean, we're sitting in we had 15. I was think I was, I guess he was 16 or 17 and I was 14 and we're sitting in the garage and he had never pulled the motor. He pulled the motor out of his Monte Carlo, 70 Monte Carlo, and rebuilt it in the in the garage. Not one clue on the motor. Never read a book. Never did anything. Put it back in again. Of course, it lasted a while and blew up. But 
bait. <laughs> you got to give it to him for that. It's amazing what he could do. And from there, it was like, I was hooked. And then first thing I looked at when I was in high school was how do I get in one of these vocational deals? And I, and I finished up my, my high school years there and then was able to get placed in a body shop when I was in senior year. And that's where it started. And it never, ever ended. Yeah. Never. Not one day probably of my life, I have not spoken about a car, worked on a car, discussed a car, or maybe even made a car noise. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you talk about the ultimate car guy, never stops, man. Yeah, there you always go. Something down in the garage to tinker with, something to do, something to build, parts somewhere, something was going through my mind. I see a video, I'm like, oh, I want to build that. I want to do that. So, you know, I mean, my journey started way early and it's just, and I've been very fortunate. A lot of people um, work their lives always wishing they had a job that they, you know, work on a car or do something. I've been fortunate enough to take, be able to work on cars and do something that has been my passion since pretty much my early teens from there. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm 51 years old. I'm working on a motor automotive television show. I get to go to racetracks and listen to fast cars, talk to like-minded people and do great shows like this talking about what? Cars. cars. <laughs> well, let's talk about your first really special car. First car that came into your world that you really worked hard for, something you saved for, something you'd really wanted. It could be your first car. It could have been your 10th car. I don't know. But what was it? And maybe share a memory you have about that ride. I did save up for my first car. My parents gave me a couple of bucks. I put in the difference in there. But truly, my second car, which is my 70 Camaro, uh, was my inspiration and my hot rod. The blue, black stripes, black interior. Originally started off as a straight six, and I put a V8 in it. I did. I did. A, it was actually back then. It wasn't even a 350. It was a three, whatever, 42. They had in some of those 80s cars, you know. But it was it was mine, and it was Kragers in the back, air shocks, straight out of the 80s, blue, black stripes from there, and that was my pride and joy from there. And then when I was doing the house to house detailing, which I started was doing, I was I left on my own and started my own business doing house to house detailing. Worked my buddy's body shop, and I was actually going to college for marketing and different stuff at night. I saved up enough money to buy a 1987 Mustang GT in 1987. Oh, wow. 18 years old, I had my first brand new car. Wow. Yes, I had the Camaro and the Mustang at the same time. I worked hard, though. I mean, I was hustling up and down Southern State Parkway, Northern State Parkway, house to house detailing, you know, just hustling. And that was my, you know, talk about proud. Hell yeah, man. I, I earned that car. You know, and it was badass, and and that started everything. I was known as they call me even on pinks. I was Pro Five O. My speed shop and everything really highlighted when in the eighties uh, and not, excuse me, the late eighties and nineties, and all the way through two thousand was we did predominantly five liter Mustang stuff. And I even you know my fastest car I ended up running in the first three seasons of the NMRA National Mustang Race Association ran Pro Five O with a single turbo car back in two thousand. Made 1,700 horsepower, ran 750s, 185, 186 on a small tire back back then with not all this crazy technology and stuff. But yeah, so I've had a lot of great cars, had a lot of great passion, loved them all. I've had over, oh my God, probably 130, 40 cars probably. Holy cow, oh my gosh. That's incredible. Nine cars when I moved out of Maryland, when I moved to Texas during the show. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> that's a lot of cars. Well, here's, yeah. here's a, a question I'll bet nobody's ever asked you. If you were a vehicle, what would you be and why? Holy crap. At 51 years old, I would hope I would hope that I would be the car that lasted the longest. Let's see. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a Honda, but <laughs> a Volkswagen Bug. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I don't know, I've you know? had a few VW Bugs on the show. They're awesome cars, aren't they? People, I mean, people that lovers and haters, man. 
Those cars will run forever. I, I would say honestly, what would what would Brian Bassone be in a car? Yeah. Something that was rugged, fun, and fast. Rugged, fun, and fast. I'd have to build it. I'm sorry. And there's nothing that I would buy in, in out of a showroom that Brian Bassone would be because it has to do so many things yeah. in so many conditions. It would be off-road, supercharged, nitrous, twin-turboed, comfortable <laughs> because I'm old now and I need a nice, comfortable seat with some really good really good air conditioning. So I don't know. I guess it'd be, we'll call it Brian's creation. Brian's <laughs> creation. Well, that's good. I like that. Nice answer. Well, we're coming up to what I like to call the last lap or the last pass since we're talking about drag racing today. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of that i'll call it a frankenstein build <laughs> the custom yeah. brian build so here we go what's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life the, you know, my first business is called every last detail 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 that simple all the details the minutiae they call me rich christian calls me biz because i'm all business and all about the minutiae yeah. he says i don't want to deal with you doing and i'll deal with every little finite thing so Detail, detail, detail. 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 <laughs> I like it. How about if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that individual be? Oh, I met Carol Shelby. I'd like to sit down and have a cocktail with that guy and really talk to him. I was able, I was fortunate enough to shake his hand and, and, and meet him and talk to him just very briefly. But if I had it all, I would sit down with Carol Shelby. I watched a lot of his stuff and I've seen him and I've we're a huge fan of everything he did. And, and excuse my language, the balls that guy had to do what he did. <laughs> you know, and yes, I, I think it would be Carol Shelby. Yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Uh, oh in fact, my God. I was just looking at some, uh, for a photo this morning through my massive file of photos, and I found a picture of him sitting up on the stage at the Quail, which is an event that takes place during Car Week. He was the featured guest, and he, he sat up on the stage and had a talk with different people and took a picture of him, uh, I think it was about eight months before he passed away. So uh, yeah, what a life, what a life. How about a uh, great resource? Well, let me back up first. I'm going to ask you about automotive advice what's the best automotive advice someone else has ever given to you um preparation 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 <laughs> detail 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 preparation 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 you know i started off in bodywork and building custom cars drag racing everything you know it's details 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 but it's it's the old saying uh measure 27 times cut once <laughs> yeah it really does come down to it and read instructions guys you know I, I, I'm a guy, I, I bypass it, but reality is I'm, I'm one guy that in pretty particular about what I do saves a bunch of times. <laughs> a bunch of time. Well, how about a resource? There's so many great resources these days. Is there a go-to for you that you find yourself going to all the time? The internet. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. If we would have had this resource back in 1987, 85, 86, when I was working on cars, God, what we could do. It is absolutely amazing. YouTube alone for what I do, even you know, before I even start a project to do something, I'll just spend about 30, 40 minutes on there, head right out to the, to the garage. I'll take my cell phone out, I'll prop it up. It's it's an unbelievable resource that, you know, it could be really bad or really good. You know, you still have to know what you're doing and you have to take everything as a grain of salt because no, it's not. If it's not on the internet, it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, now you tell me. That's why I've gotten into so much trouble. Find yourself a really good resource or somebody that some of these podcasts or some of these um, YouTubers that really know what they're doing, like uh, cover man, Terry Wilson. Well, you know, I want to shout out to Terry because he's the guy that connected me to you. He's a great Terry guy. Terry Wilson. Yeah. Look at his stuff. When you look at his videos and you look what he's doing, not sugar-coated, really detailed 
If you want to know how it's done, that's the kind of guy on YouTube you want to follow. Not some guy sitting out in his, in his, his, you know, in the middle of a parking lot somewhere with screwdrivers prying stuff open and getting a rough idea. You, yeah. Stuff like that. It could, like I said, the internet could be the greatest tool in the world. It could be the worst tool in the world. That's for sure. Yeah, Terry's great. He's been a guest here on Cars. Yeah, Coverman66 is his YouTube page. Go check it out. He's the real deal. Really authentic guy. I was out working in my yard last Sunday, and I was just kind of getting tired. I took a break. I sat down in a lawn chair with an iced tea and fell asleep. And the phone rings, and I look, and I'm, what's Terry doing calling me? And we start chatting. He goes, hey, I got to connect you with Brian. He's an awesome guy, you know. And so here we sit. And thank you, Terry, for the shout out. So Coverman66, check it out on YouTube. How, how about a book, Brian? Is there a book you've read you think our listeners could learn a lot from? <laughs> Brian Bissell, read a book? Come on now. <laughs> Not a- Brian Bissell, car magazines. <laughs> well, well, we can we can do a car magazine. We can do a car magazine. I work 14 hours a day, and my wife says these, Brian, these two, these, one thing you need to know about Brian Bissell, these one switch, two positions, 100% on, 100 on. 100 on. <laughs> I'll probably be working tonight. I have a couple of projects we're working on and I've got a couple more meetings to do. I'll work until sometimes 8, 10, 9, 11, 12 o'clock and walk in and it's like this. Ow. If I had time in my life to actually read a book, unless it's in the bathroom, that's the only time in the world. And you can't finish a novel in a bathroom. It's really not sterile. Yeah, it doesn't really work very well. Um, well, you mentioned magazines. Yeah. Is there is there a car magazine that you're really fond of that you subscribe to? Um. RPM Magazine. Have you have you dealt with Trish and Chris up there? No, I haven't, but I'd love to uh, make it, have an introduction. They own RPM Magazine, and up until two weeks ago, they were the the last full color high performance magazine. Yeah. And this COVID nineteen literally forced them to go fully digital, which is horrible because right around uh, at PRI SEMA, when everybody went hot rod, when all those magazines were were shuttering, yeah. The big announcement was that RPM wasn't going anywhere. So you're talking about the trickle-down effect. So you take a, a, a family-based magazine that's been around for, I guess, 15 plus, 20 years. that's yeah. full color that takes a ton of money to put together a ton of time with two great people. And this COVID deal basically has now forced them to go full digital, which is not bad because, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. But RPM magazine, I sit there, I'll read that. I, I, they send me. We, we actually hand them out at our, um, at our shows. They'll send us actually like bundles of them. And it's just great stuff and great reading. Chris is talented um, when it comes to uh, stories and stuff like that. And it's all, it's just good stuff. So I like reading RPM. It's my, it's, it's my thing. The last true drag racing car magazine that I feel. RPM magazine. We'll put a shout out to those guys. We'll put a link to their magazine. Check it out. I think you'll have some fun. Uh, Scrolling through the website now with RPM Magazine. All right, we are up to the checkered flag here, Brian, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today. Anything you want, doesn't matter where it is, how much it costs, I'm going to bring it down there to Florida and park it in your garage. So what can I buy you today? 1970 Hemi Cuda. Oh, you knew right where to go. You know, it's the only one I haven't had. Okay. I've I've had 100 cars. I haven't done a lot with Mopar stuff. If there was one Mopar that I really want, I've had every Camaro year. I've had all the Mustangs. I've had Pontiacs, Firebirds. I've had all that stuff. I haven't gone deep into the Mopar stuff. I've never been a great fan of some of their their stuff. I love some of the GTXs. But across the street, two houses down, when I was growing up, my brother had a 71 big block Chevelle, and he had a Cuda, black, black on black, triple black. And to this day, Boy, that needs to be, it will be, you know, I talk to wife all the time. It will be in the garage. So 
you know, you might be bringing me another one. That, that is my, <laughs> my, my end all end in life is, and I haven't gotten to that point here where I could reach out and do it because it would be the one car that would not go anywhere along with my 71 Camaro, which I've had for 20 years. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that'll be too hard to find. Uh, black on black on black might be. I don't see too many of those, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll get that dialed in for you for sure. Brian, you've taken me on a, a really fast ride. I can't believe our time has gone by the way it has. Really enjoyed getting to know you. I want to thank Terry again for introducing me to you because uh, now I know why he did. This has been a fun ride. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Before you uh, race off, and you will race off into the sunset in that 70 Hemi Cuda, what's maybe a little parting word of wisdom or guidance you might offer our listener, listeners? I would say during these times, just keep your head up. Depression is going to set in, but it's going to go. It's going to go away soon. It's going to go away quickly. We all need to stay in this together, and together we're going to get through it, and we're going to come out on the other side yeah. much better. It's a thing. It's something right now we all just need to understand. We're all in this together, and we're got to be here for each other. It's just that simple. Well, I always tell people, you know, this is a great time to pick up the phone and actually call people and talk to them. And all you have to do is ask them this question, how are you? And then just be a good listener. So uh, yep. I appreciate you listening to me today, listeners, to listening to Brian and I talk about his amazing life. How can people follow you and learn more about All Out Live? Very simple, alloutlive.com. It's our website. Um, on so It's actually still on um, on uh, Facebook. It still picks all out. We're converting that over to All Out. We have three sites. We have Pink's All Out, All Out Racing, The Call Out, All Out Burnout, and Brian Bisson, my personal page itself, which I set up because I had a, I had so many requests for people to be friends, but I try to keep my personal life personal. So I just set up about a month ago a Brian Bisson, which would take a follow there. If you've got any questions, want to know anything, uh, I love talking about cars, and I'm glad to share what's going on, all our new shows. But you will see some amazing stuff coming out of Boss One Media, and Believe you me, it's going to be real from real cars making real car TV. Just that simple. Awesome. I'll make sure I put links to all these on Brian's Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Brian Bassone, B-O-S-S-O-N-E. He is Boss One. That's actually how he spells his last name, which is pretty darn cool. So check it, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Brian, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise for uh, enlightening the day for all of us and sharing your experiences. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.